things that were and shall be again. <laughs> Spirits of the book, we want what is your life. Dead by dawn, dead by dawn, dead by dawn, dead by dawn, dead by dawn. Nerd is the new sexy. Episode 39, everybody. Nerd is the new sexy. Thanks for listening. I am Wildfire One, and with me, as always, is sunrise mm. and we are talking thank god it's still october and we're still talking about halloween stuff yeah sorry about last week so what happened is um out here in nevada we had an, an incredible um storm come in and it was throwing power out like crazy so i didn't want to risk being on the computer our our topic we talked about it we actually went through a few ideas for the topics mm-hmm. today's topic is going to be favorite scary movies and basically what villains we think would win in a villain fight against another villain yeah and, and none, none of this pussy stuff like wolfman versus dracula like well when that movie was never actually made no even but though it's it going to be uh and bella lugosi was going to be dracula again which would be his return to film which ended up not being his return to film it was Instead later he died um, yeah. Well, he didn't <laughs> die yet. He died during the filming of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah, which was... Oh, oh. That's bad. It's just such a... Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was an Ed Wood movie. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bad shit. No, we're talking, like, like epic fucking bad guys like Crowley from Supernatural. Uh, Satan from... And, and I'm talking about the Satan from the original Prophecy. Oh, God, yeah. See, now, that is a good idea. Yeah, so we, we appreciate you guys waiting, uh, everyone waiting for this episode. Also, uh, Sunrise will be doing a quick review on uh, Battlefield 1. He's got the full yes. game, so... Yes, yes. Oh. So why don't we start with that? <laughs> Battlefield, I have a love-hate relationship with. So DICE hates me, and I generally love the actual play of the game. Uh, and I know I've given DICE a lot of shit over, over the years and everything like that. Not that they didn't deserve it. Not as much as like Gearbox or anything. But hey, I decide that, hey, they are going to give us community servers. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and get this. That was like the draw point for me. Because... Battlefield 1 playing the beta, it felt good. The guns felt good. The The graphics were good. The weight of the environment felt good. The controls goofy, were good. Well, yeah, and that's to be expected with a, yeah. with an early limited release on the coding, stuff like that. And it, it, it felt good. Um, yeah, I know the PC's plagued with, with hackers and stuff like that. Uh, I haven't really noticed anything like that on the PS4, which is which is good. Uh, I, you know, I, I do notice every so often that you'll get a person who is invisible and then all of a sudden shows up in front of you and oh that happens apparently there yeah it, 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 yeah and i think that's a lag problem uh, a lot of times i decided to go ahead and get it. i installed it i started playing it right away because oh my god for once i can actually play a battlefield game the same day i buy it because i don't have to do six hours of fucking installs <gasps> And actually, actually, Maximus got it, and he had to, but he has shit internet. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Battlefield has never had a very good single player. Yeah, it didn't have good single player back in 1942, where it was just scrimmage against the bots. It not, didn't not have the good year, like the game name, not right? The, yeah, because you know, if you played Battlefield 1942, you probably <laughs> went through time. Uh, yeah, and, and the Battlefield 2, which again was just a bunch of scrims against the bots, wasn't very good battlefield bad company first came out they started to introduce story 
Battlefield Bad Company 2, they introduced more more story. Battlefield 3, they introduced a lot more story, and so on and so forth. They've been just something as a distraction. It hasn't been the main focus of Battlefield. Battlefield has always been about the multiplayer. Battlefield multiplayer has always been tutorial, almost. Right, exactly. Just to kind of get you used to playing the game. Yeah. Call of Duty, on the other hand, it's... The single player has been cinematic. It's been fucked. It's over the top. For the most part. It's great, yeah. And then online, eh, take it or leave it. You know, up until the first Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 2 was worse than the first Modern Warfare. And then after that, fucking forget it. The, the online was just shit. Fucking shit. But the single player has always been good. Some of it has been great, but it's been good. I mean, instead of really innovating anything, they just kind of start hiring more and more actors. You know, like... Kevin Spacey and the Jesus dude from Christ. yeah they hired the dude from uh, Law and Order uh, SVU C Bloom and uh, a couple couple other well paid actors uh, I'm pretty sure I-, I swear to God at one point I could have sworn I heard Michael Bine but Steve um, Bloom's in everything you don't really have yeah. to you just you don't even have to like it's like we you got to be in this Stephen Bloom sorry right. and he's like yeah, yeah you know so, I'm in everything so okay but the single player's been good and then comes Battlefield One. And I kind of got excited when I saw the release trailer for the single player. I'm like, ooh, good. It looks like they're going a little bit more detailed with the storytelling. Let me let me put it this way. I, I put it like this on my Twitter. Plays Battlefield 1 single player. Slow clap begins, followed by more. Until standing ovation, everyone's going crazy and fucking orgasms. They do not sugarcoat World War One. Battlefield 3, Battlefield 2, Battlefield 4 is all this fantasy fiction romanticized versions of, of soldiers and, and, and great you know soldiers going through and just beating the shit out of everybody. Battlefield 1, you are watching people's and I don't want to give anything in anything way too bad here, but let's put it this way. It is emotional, it is cinematic, and it is very character driven. Probably you what feel the for these characters aspect you, of war should be. Right. And while you don't see it a lot, there are times where you actually see some dismemberments here and there. I don't know if they're scripted, but I've but I've seen it where I've killed certain soldiers with certain ways and they're missing legs, missing arms. They're on the gr- ground. They're screaming. People are cr- crying for mom. This game does not sugarcoat shit. This goes this is World War One. This was not fun. This was a fucking nightmare. And they puts you in that nightmare yes it's fun yes it's fantasized but several times it was very emotional to the point where at one point cuteness my wife actually even started crying that's that's good writing though it is good writing and you just literally watch it you go oh my god it's like playing a band of brothers so nerd boners um i'm gonna give an eight out of ten nerd boners that's that's good nine out nine out of ten for the single player eight out of eight out of ten for everything the 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 multiplayer solid it feels good the shooting parts are good the teamwork in on it's good the maps are fucking huge (laughs) we recently played the uh online beta dragon ball xenoverse 2 actually Yes, and that's right. We were right. talking about about it last week, and we might as well put it in on this this episode. So, well, let's start out with what you see as different as opposed to Xenoverse One, Sunrise. Uh, one, the entire town is accessible right off the bat, and it's huge. You don't have yeah, and it's huge. You don't have to go through different loading sque- screens with nothing to do. There's people running around. You can write on items. Uh, another one is I, the graphics are definitely higher resolution than the first one because it oh, doesn't have the previous pretty. generation. Yeah, because it doesn't have the previous generation holding it back. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a little bit even more. What do you call it? Uh, cinematic story driven. It yeah. really pushes you 
forward in the storyline. I want you to keep going. Uh, one of the best features that I've seen so far is if you have Xenoverse 1, you can import your character, and it actually adds oh, yes. characters to the story for Xenoverse yep. 2. Now, the story for the beta only got so far. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, and I, we can only get on so many times because oh, they God. kept blaming PlayStation's network. So, he, yeah, and, and I'll get to that in just a minute. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we can only play a, a few hours over the beta because so many people wanted to play this game. But the game, the the beta was so like small as far as the story went. It was so small that I got I got to the last uh, quest and I just got tired and I was like, okay, this this I got the gist of this, so I deleted it. Pretty the, much what happened to me. I yeah. I got so frustrated the second day trying to get on after we played for a little while. I just went, I'm I'm done. The the game was fun. Okay, as opposed yeah. some of the problems we had in the first the first uh, Xenoverse weren't in the second one. Yeah, it seemed to be fixed. Yeah, so that was that was great. Uh, we uh, we had no issues with that. So, but the the issue he's talking about what, what he was mentioning was uh, supposedly there was a uh, a high bandwidth of people trying to get on in the game. Yeah, on like, and- the second day it was out. Yeah, and Bandai said, "Oh, it's not our fault. It's Sony's fault." It's the it's the PlayStation Network, and I'm just going. No, we can get on just fine. Because whenever there's a problem like that, I can't get on. Anytime the PlayStation Network's down, yeah, yeah Wildfire every so often can get on and goes. Oh well, I'm on. I'm playing. I'm like no, I will never get on because of where I am in their servers. I am always in the fucked spot. So what they were saying is, oh well, it's not our fault. It's Sony's fault. It's PlayStation Network's problem. See, the the world itself is hosted on the PlayStation Network. Events are held on our servers, so it's not our fault. We can't fix this. So I go back to Bandai and I go, hold on. If the game world is hosted on Sony's servers, as you claim, why can I not access my offline content right now? And if the PlayStation networks do go down, does that mean I have to be online to play this game to connect to uh, to there? And I'm then connecting to you to do my quests. Who thought this was a good idea? You know, other people asked. There were several retweets, and they never fucking responded. Oh, and the reason being is fault. they're fucking lying. Well, it was their fault. You can't. Well, you can't go. Oh, it's PlayStation Network. When I'm talking on Sunrise on the PlayStation Network through the voice chat mm-hmm. system, and it's working. And we're playing Neverwinter. We're playing other games. Yeah. So it makes no damn sense. Anyway. My my uh my nerd boners for Dragon Ball Xenoverse two yes. for the open beta would probably be a four point five four now because I didn't see enough change that I liked it but I didn't I it didn't yeah the creative character seems more robust it <clears throat> seems like the Frieza races are going to be dominating from what people are already saying what their builds are from online mm-hmm. um they've changed a lot the 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 transformations for Saiyan is no longer Saiyan Super Saiyan one Super or Super Saiyan two it's now based on off your your key and when you go to transformation i like that uh, but i don't right me too because i don't know how it's changing my character stats and it didn't make a lot of sense um i do like the change that just because you run out of key you don't get locked and stun locked and stamina seems to be uh have better use i was gonna say that yeah yeah uh there's you can't just run away from opponents anymore you have to you have to you know, fight a little bit more smart because an opponent can stamina break you and stop you from running and just start whooping your ass. Yeah. Um, I thought the AI was definitely better. My AI teammates actually were keeping people off me when I was looking yeah. for Dragon Balls and maps. Here's what I don't... I, I, I hope they change. When I had the the game, it seemed like this. there was only two options for single-player private que- or parallel quests, and you couldn't unlock any more. 
and there were some people who had certain parallel quests online that I did not have access to. I had that so, issue. So I'm hoping it was just one of those, some people got certain things as certain tastes to get people to play together, and not one of those, oh, well, if you don't play on, go online and play with Scrubs or play with your, your friends, mm -hmm. uh, you will never complete the parallel quests. And I'm hoping cool. that the storyline doesn't get stuck on these parallel quests because several times I couldn't continue the story until I did several other parallel quests first. Yeah. And so, I didn't like that. You know, there, there, it's got its problems, but then again, it's just a beta, so we're, yeah. we're not sure. Like, I can't give it a completely good review. I'm excited for it. I'm going big dick on it. I'm buying oh, the $150 yeah. version so I can get that Goku statue and stuff, so yeah. I'm going to buy that, bitch. I, I'm excited to play it, but and it looks <laughs> like there's going to be a lot of a lot of cool little additions, but in the, yep. fact that the fact of the matter is it just seemed like it was more of the same. It, it is, and they even said it kind of is that they're not in, introducing a whole lot of new levels, uh, that most of them are going to be the same. So they said basically this is going to be Destiny, but not bad. Because they're constantly, <laughs> <laughs> they're constantly going to be adding updates to it. Uh, some of them are going to be free. Some of them are going to be uh, piecemeal. Some of them are going to be included uh, uh, in packets, kind of like Mortal Kombat with the fighter packs 1, 2, and 3, stuff like that. It's fun to play with friends, so that's why I want it. I mean, it's a good game. Yeah. The first one was fun to play with. Sunrise had a blast on What What's your nerd boner ratio on this one? Uh, the beta, definitely a 4. But the actual game, I'm going to hold out for because I'm really hoping it's going to be good. Yeah. It, it seems got, like it's going to. It's got potential, so we'll see. We'll see if it goes straight up Super Saiyan 12 or if it just flops yeah. floppy dick. With that said and dead, let's go to this. Let's go to our main topic. Yeah, scary movies scary and movies. scary and villains. You know, scary movies. And, of course, the, the very first thing we did was we spoofed, you know, one of our favorite, favorite mm -hmm. shows. And it's it you can't you don't even you, it, we can't even classify it necessarily as a scary movie. It was attempted scary, but right. the, the sequel, you know, Evil Dead, Evil Dead One was an attempted scary movie, and it was and it did it freaked some people out. Some people laughed their ass off at it. That the look Bruce Campbell gets on his face when he loses it in that cabin, when <laughs> everything is moving. And go. Yeah. And, and they got like every time. Every time shit's moving and he's in and, and stuff. The deer I, heads laughing. Yeah, and he's laughing I, at. I got he that, starts cracking up at the lamp. The the song I got my mind set on yeah. comes to mind. So like, yeah. if you guys have never seen that video, it's pretty much that fucking scene. <laughs> uh, but it, in a different happy setting. So yeah, that that look on Bruce Campbell's face is what what gets me. But yeah, it's, I can't think about it and not laugh. So there's so many other scary movies. Let's talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, the first one I think was actually pretty damn good. Oh, the first um, two were decent, and then it just got yeah. ridiculous, you know. Uh, my favorite, just because it is funny, it kind of went the whole, the whole Evil Dead route, was Freddy's Dead. Freddy's Dead was hilarious. Yeah. You forgot the power glove. Oh, I love <laughs> that scene. Oh, come on, man. So, who do you think would win in a fight? Freddy? New Freddy or old Freddy? I don't know. I I think at the end of it, old Freddy would end up pulling it out of his ass. You think so? I, I, I do. Um, like I he, think new Freddy would, would be, like, dominating at first, or at least you think he would be. But old Freddy would, like, out of nowhere just be, like, all of a sudden he's, like, fine. Or, like, because everything, he'd been fucking with them the entire time. And he'd just come back and just rip them apart. Well, let's get psych the kung fu this bitch. Yeah, exactly. Let's get further into this. What makes Freddy scary, in your opinion? Um, I pretty much the fact that he he can uh, 
you know, he, he's he's always there. So no matter how many times you think you get rid of him, he keeps coming back because he is himself a nightmare. A child's play? A child's play. Ch- yeah. Child's I, okay, child's that play. was that was, you know, frightening simply because it uh, looked so much like the My Buddy doll. Yeah, it looked like My Buddy doll, and it, uh, it what do you call it? It's it, a whole uncanny valley thing. It oh was yeah, kind of freaky. It was creepy. Oh, how about this, Sir, How about Chucky versus the Puppet Master dolls? Uh, um, I'm giving it to Chucky. Oh fuck yeah, Chucky's got. Yeah, it. Chucky would just destroy him. I mean, there, there would be Chucky would get fucked up, but he would definitely. Yeah, Chucky versus like the Cabbage Patch Kids. I'm giving it to the Cabbage Patch Kids. Whoa, I was the Cabbage Patch Kids scary? Uh, yeah. I mean, look at those dolls. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> even if they were all if they were all like possessed like Chucky, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Give us your soul, Chucky. Exactly. Uh, what made Chucky scary was the whole Uncanny Valley thing. The whole, the whole, it's a living doll, you know. And he yeah, and it's something like kind of wholesome that's been perverted. Oh, yeah. I mean, very perverted. Yeah. And that's another show that went, uh, that got goofier the further on it went. And I guess that that's kind of a reoccurring theme with scary movies. Because if you think about it, look at Leprechaun. The first Leprechaun was horrifying. I, I was supposed to be, but Jennifer Aniston can't act for shit. Well, no. the, it was scary because when I first saw it, I was a kid. You know, a yeah, kid. yeah, and but then, then they had that awesome fucking cat. You know, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yeah, and then well, then you got then it, as it went on, we got Lep in the Hood, Lep in Space. Yeah, that was no oh, Jesus. Lep Christ. in the Hood, I think I laughed my ass off at. <laughs> Le- the yeah. Leprechaun was in the hood. He was battling a bunch of gangsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like a Leprechaun to me. Anybody else see Leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. How about this? Here's a good one. Crowley, right? Crowley from yeah. from uh, Supernatural. Yep. Versus Rumpelstiltskin from Once Upon a Time. Hmm. Ooh. That would be a damn. Oh good God! Matchup. Talk talk about a fucking dick measuring contest. That would be a damn good matchup. Ah. You know what though? Given I what I know, know about Crowley, yeah. Okay. Given that I know Crowley about how he's kind of easily manipulated, um, he's. His ego is hurt really easily. Uh, he, he's he's got an addictive personality. Yeah, I th- I'm gonna have to give it to Stiltskin because he's he's patient. But Stiltskin has his own weaknesses too, man. That, see, that that's true. It's just I don't know. Love, like, love is Stiltskin's weakness, and that's yeah. the one thing that Crowley exploits. Crowley, yeah, and Crowley could manipulate the shit out of that too. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that would just be a big dick measuring contest. We're talking about we're talking about one guy who can snap his fingers and just blow you up, and the other one who can just snap your finger, his fingers and put you in fucking limbo or. Or wherever yeah. the fuck he wants to put you, they both have unlimited power, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that that's a hard one. I that don't know. I think that's a stalemate. One. I'm gonna you, put that stalemate. You guys, as listeners, let us know what you think because I yeah. want to know. I I am totally. This would be something because they're like both to see. manipulative, at, egotistical assholes. This would be something I'd like to see, like on the epic rap battles of history. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Um, you know, okay, I see those two. At the same way they portrayed uh, Moriarty and Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, but not I, not that either of them's good and one of them's evil. Just that kind of deadlocked, They're, you know, just constantly at each other's throat. Those two are like a stalemate evil, though. Mm-hmm. They're both characters that you love to hate to love. Yep. You know. So that, and both actors are fucking. Perfect. Oh, they're both perfect. And the, you know what? I'll say this right now. I'm not. I hope I'm not the only one that noticed this. Rumpelstiltskin looks acts 
everything as that mad god in fucking Skyrim. Yeah, Shergorath. Shergorath. He, I, I, first thing I when he when he did that little giggle and his little high pitched voice when he actually plays Rumpled, yeah. I'm like, dude, that's Shergorath. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, even he just needs the Robber Jack. Even ah! exactly, even the outfit and everything. I was just like, oh my god, I was nerding out, dude. I pretty much like. <laughs> I pretty much. And I'm had, sure they oh. took. Yeah, and I'm sure they took some some, some design cue for it oh, because yeah, yeah, you can't have a show that make you know about that kind of stuff without having fans of Skyrim and tight games like that. It was I was very impressed. Like if there's well, I'll, I'll tell you one that not a lot of people know, and it's probably the it's the best scary vampire movie, like like serious scary vampire movies um, that that I've that I've ever seen, and not like stylized or not like almost drama ish now the best one i I, i'm gonna say is lost boys and we're gonna get to that oh yeah but Mm. it's from 1991 it's called children of the night i remember that one and that yeah and that movie is fucking awesome for vampires it's real cool uh the vampires aren't you know scared of water they don't sparkle in the sun Ugh. they don't run away of crucifixes these vampires are so fucked up that they will they actually sleep underwater and put their lungs on the surface to continue to breathe they go around and they are turning these turning children into into vampires who are ripping people apart and you know people are trying to fight the transformation in some ways and it's it's really good creepy is the fact that it's creepy yeah and at one point like her friend who had uh, who had been turned you know she's got blood all over her face and she's trying to convince her friend to not be scared and to actually help her kill the vampires because she's been turned a vampire and she doesn't really want to be kind of like a vampire she's retained a lot of her own self because of her virgin blood is w- what the story is yeah and her friend has managed to, st- to stay away and she's sitting there she's got blood all down her face and she's not it's like low light and they're barely lit, lit and she's like God, don't you want to help me? Or do you want to spend all night running around the fields to find tiny bunnies to stuff our bellies? It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> That's fucked up. I remember turning you and um, P-Rock onto a certain movie. And the first movie was completely... It was it was pretty scary for its time, but the sequel, I think, is what, what I really wanted to get you to. You remember Waxworks? Oh, Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, the first Waxworks was actually... Actually, was actually scary. Good. And we're not talking about the shit-fucking one for with Paris Hilton. I didn't know they made one. I, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Waxworks. It's an old 80s movie, and it's basically about a Waxworks. And it, and the sequel gets good, but it get the, the story's good in the sequel. It's it's not yeah. scary. It's just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's kind of odd. It's like you're the God's chosen one kind of thing. Yeah, God's yeah. video game. He quite, I mean, literally, he says That's you're a, in God's video game. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the first one's kind of cool, and what I like about that one that you're talking about is, is is how they present everything, and about how, like, basically they're trying to resurrect these killers or or something like something that, right? Like Through that. the wax, it's, yeah, the wax, the wax, uh, the actual wax um, dummies of like you know Jack the Ripper and whatever. These these kids go in at night, you know, because they're kids in the '80s and they're stupid and they like to yeah. fuck around and drink at places like that for some weird reason. Uh, these kids go into this waxwork and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna fuck around." So they, what happens is they go into these like 
areas, you know, you, you step past the line of the... Yeah, line. the ropes. They, yeah, the ropes. ropes off. And you're basically in that fucking dimension to where... Yeah. Like, you're all of a sudden, you're with fucking in the area where Jack the Ripper happened. And you're in the yeah, area you're, where you're, you're, you're with the wolf man. You're with yeah. zombies. You're with vampires. Yeah. Now, the one thing I'll always remember, and this this is going back to the sequel, you remember where where uh, they ripped off the aliens? Oh, yes. It was, like, so fucking ripped oh, yeah. off. It, it was, like, direct. But yeah. I, you guys have to watch it to, if you haven't seen it to get what I'm saying. All right, so next scary movie. Let's continue. Let's talk about, since we're talking about vampire movies, you remember Fright Night? The first I, one, not the remake. I cannot say that I, I remember ever seeing Fright Night, any was, of them. It was on all the fucking time. Yeah, staying on vampires, oh, uh, like I said, Lost Boys. <clears throat> Lost Probably Boys. the best goddamn vampire movie ever. Fucking. Thou shall not kill. Fucking yeah, when you're going that, over man. the waters and you're singing Blue Tangel, Cry, uh, uh, Cry Little Sister. God damn it! Yes. When you're strange, people. Oh yes, come Andy. Out of course, you got that going on. And oh, it's a, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing yeah. Corey Feldman, fucking Corey Heim, Corey yeah. Heim and yeah. great team at the time. Great fucking story. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, man. Great. Um, great. And I forget what the gentleman's name is who plays who plays the, the 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 lead vampire. The, the yeah, man. the lead vampire. He was um, good. It was just, just good acting. Do he's good. It's just it's a good goddamn movie. It's, it's fun. It's action packed. Yeah. Some explode. Some implode. The 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 fact of the matter is no two bloodsuckers ever go out the same way. It's the blood what is it the blood sucking Brady Bunch is one of my yeah. favorite fucking lines. God, right, you, uh, my favorite my favorite line is that holy shit, Michael, you're one of them. You're a vampire, a goddamn motherfucking shit sucking vampire. Wait until I tell mom. <laughs> 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 Guys, this movie is, it, it's epic, okay? Yeah. It is the one epic. thing I never liked about living in Santa Clara, all the goddamn vampires. Just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so epic. The movie, there's, it's hilarious, it's got great, you got two it's kids. Got action scenes. You got two kids, and this, this movie came out when Sunray and I were young enough to probably want to be like Corey Heim and Corey Feldman. Exactly, my, my father introduced me to this movie. So, <laughs> you know, like, I, I dressed as a vampire killer because of this bit when I was a kid. But, you know, that, that movie was just, oh, it's 10 out of 10. That was a beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about scary movies, there's another movie that, that uh, we can talk about by the name of Wishmaster. Yes, the first Wishmaster I actually liked for all of its corny, awkward plot hole ridden goodness. It was it was made by um, the, the the king of the, the king, king of, of horror, king, West Craven. King of Scream, yeah, the yeah, king, king of Scream, yeah, West, West Craven. Craven, you know, yep. and God rest his soul, or Satan protect his soul, whatever, whoever the fuck yeah. shot him, <laughs> take good care of that man. Let him come back and write for us again. Yeah, let's put it this way: if he's in hell, Satan is not toasting his balls. That's how much he respects him. Yeah, he's probably well. Satan's probably like, hey. Hey, make a monster. I'll, I'll create it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want a tentacle rape demon? Okay. Bling. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to see something cool? A Japanese schoolgirl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's they, Satan. But they like it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, that that movie, uh, the basic Wishmaster. It's basically the basic thought behind a gin you know not the nice happy genies that we love and you know yeah, it's not, not robin williams not, yeah not robin williams it's not not king ali don't sue us disney 
<laughs> but it's it's the dark side of gins. It's like the the slogan for the movie is "Be careful what you wish for." A good example was which was which was the one I think we talked about this in a past podcast. But there mm. was one scene where someone wanted to like look beautiful forever. Yes, and they tur- he turned her ass into a mannequin. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like playing mannequin. No, it was like you saw flesh changing into fucking. Yeah, she's screaming in pain and oh, you know, oh yeah. Someone wanted to have the best party ever. It turned out to be like the deadliest party ever. Yeah, I think I think the way he said it was like I want this party to be memorable and like yeah, most of everyone died. <laughs> yeah, security guard. He, he goes. He wants to get into like this place, and he the security guard's telling him. He goes, "I, you know, you're not getting in here." He goes, "You must want something. Tell me what you want." He goes, "I want you to turn around and never come back." And he starts walking. He starts walking away because he's being forced to. Because he has to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And then the guy says, "Is the only way getting you're going to come in here is through me?" And I'd love to see that. Yep. And so he turns him into a screen, into a, a glass door, and pushes him open. Yep. While was, he's still alive. It was. It's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. And this is what you know. There, there's like we talked about Freddy. Freddy, uh, and you know, I, I had mentioned. I asked you why you thought he was scary. I liked Freddy's. He's demented. I like how he fucks with your head. That's yeah. what I like about uh, what. That's what makes Freddy scary. Well, the same thing goes for this Wishmaster. Yeah, the, for this gin. Let's talk about one of the ultimate evils, motherfucking Hellraiser. Oh yeah, Pinhead. Pinhead, motherfucking Hellraiser. Yeah, d- n- don't fuck around, type. Well, scary ass. Who who would win, um, or Pinhead from or the Gin from Wishmaster? Let's see. Well, because I they they both kind of fuck with you. They're both hella evil. Yeah. Um, one straight from hell. The other one's got great power. Hmm. I'm gonna give it to Pinhead. Mm, I'm gonna have to agree with you simply because you can't hurt Pinhead. Pinhead gets off on it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you can't just turn him to glass and walk through him because he's fucking magical too. He's fucking so it. Yeah, I think Pinhead's got it. I think it'll. I think it'll be a good fight at first, but in the end, it'll be Pinhead that just. Yeah, because at the end, everything that he see, and I think he, he would manipulate the gene so much more and to be you know to, to in the end you would find out that everything he was doing he was setting up for like this this overall thing that would happen in his benefit and the entire time he would be letting making the gin think that he was winning yeah i could see that you know and we were talking about vampires uh, you know uh, it's not necessarily a scary movie it's a good movie and it can be scary but we have you know lestat from interview with a vampire yeah, he was, you know, and that's the thing. The 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 first interview with the vampire, which is all from a book, of course, is from the right. Book. Yeah, I think was better than the second second version of Lestat with the You're talking uh, about what was it? Um, the Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned, yeah, that was not a good movie, and he was such a skinny. I don't understand. Okay, look, I don't like Tom Cruise, but how the fuck do you go for from to, a build like Tom Cruise and the setup of, of Lestat the way he was to this wiry emo bitch I want to sing for the cure and be in a band vampire? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I, I You know what's okay, funny is Anne Rice didn't want Tom Cruise yeah. to be Lestat. Did I, you know that? Oh, no, and I, and I agree, and I don't think he should have been, but he but was he a much a good, better Lestat. I want to say but he did a good job. He did a when, damn good job. Yeah, when 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 goddamn Pee Wee Herman 
is a tougher vampire than any modern vampire, we've got a fucking problem. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, let's talk about Pee Wee Herman from fucking... Um, or you know, Paul Rubens, sorry. Yeah, Paul Rubens. Paul yeah. Rubens from fucking uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, when that vampire was still tougher than goddamn Edward or Lestat or... It, even even goddamn any any, any uh, uh even Bill and I think his name is is Bill uh from from the fucking Suki Stackhouse novels which is basically hey read about how a vampire's fucking a teenager Jesus no I'm not kidding oh and you know it's like well, even these vampires are fucking okay now his the 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 woman who turned turned him into a vampire wasn't a bitch, you know, a, a pussy. She was kind of tough, and the oldest vampire that they kind of introduce into into the series, who intentionally goes to quote unquote meet the sun and kills himself as a symbol of this is. We've gone all these thousands upon thousands of years. We haven't changed. This is why people fear us. The prejudices are real because we have made these prejudices, and none of you will change. And so he kind of like says, "I can't take this anymore. This, use, this is my example to you." And he meets the sun and, and kills himself. That vampire was actually a badass, bloodthirsty killer. But well, here's the thing that I, and another thing that I don't get about modern vampires is, I like chicken nuggets, and my physique shows that I like chicken nuggets. Now I'm not like this huge neck beard or anything like that, but I like chicken nuggets. I'm not gonna throw chicken nuggets all over my bed and fucking it. <laughs> so why do these vampires cover themselves in blood and fuck on top of the bodies? It because, doesn't make any sense. Because it it's it brings in the freaks. But they're, so does bondage leather, and they're not wearing that. Well, maybe they should. With I blood agree. on it. Oh no, cheap nipples. <laughs> bring in the fucking bring in the fucking blood. <laughs> um, but no, I I I agree and disagree about about modern day vampires. When we speak of modern day vampires, we speak about all day all modern day vampires. I right. I think that of course. You know the Twilight vampires are fucking stupid. Okay, I, I I know there's a ton of fangirls out there. They're gonna fucking stake me through the heart tonight for saying that. But you know what? Let's be honest. Come on, guys. Sparkly vampires. That makes no fucking sense. I'm 127 years old. I'm gonna hang out in high school because no matter how old I get, they stay the same age. Yeah, that's yes, they not yes, creepy. They that's not creepy yeah. at all. I, I it, it, you know, if you young ladies see it as not creepy, then you need to fucking really think things through. Yeah, this is where I this is where my I differ from from thinking all modern day vampires aren't horrible. Mm. Uh, I think I want to say that Supernatural got it right. Yeah, okay. I, I will give that because... Well, they made it their own, too. Yeah, and those vampires are actually kind of hardcore. And just, it, it, they even kind of, in the Twihard episode, they even make fun of it where the vampires are intentionally acting like these pussy vampires to get more prey. Yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. But, yeah, uh -huh. the, I want to say that those those vampires are... Oh, and the Leviathans, too. Oh, the Leviathans as well. But I, I, the Leviathans weren't vampires, but they were definitely cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but those vampires kind of at least break away from this whole, like, of really fucking pussy-ass vampire stuff. Now, for other monsters, one of the ones that I, that I actually liked, um, it was the movie Silver Bullet. Oh, yes! God, with, with Gary Busey. Oh, that was a beautiful movie. Strange ending, kind of abrupt, but good fucking movie. And I love their take on the Wolfman, that he does turn into a werewolf 
you know, kind of every night, but it's during the full moons, he completely loses all human control. Yes. And he's all completely the beast well, for that one night. Wasn't that based off of a book? Off of a it was, uh, I think it was a Stephen King book. Yeah, I want to say it was Stephen King. So. Yeah, let me see here. Yeah, um, it, it, it's really good. Um, kids in a wheelchair, so it adds a little bit of a... Uh, 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 drama to it because that There's was a, a very good and it's movie. one of the very few very good Stephen King uh, movies. Now it still follows some of the tropes, like with the preacher and the town drunk, and they yeah. you know and stuff like that. But it's a good movie. It's it's uh, kind of old. It's from eighty five. Definitely go see it. it. You know, rent it. Uh, you know, if you can, definitely see it. It's it's good. What about it? It never scared me, and and I don't like clowns. I thought it was a little too drawn out. I'm sure the book is much, much better, and I I know people are going to go, I knew it! Fuck you! Uh, I have never actually read a Stephen King book. Everything I know about Stephen King and his and his stories have been from his screenplays. Or I've never actually I've it's, never met him. I've never read any of his books. I, I enjoy the movies. I enjoy the screenplays. Some of them obviously are not as good as others, but I. I think he's a from what i can tell if the movies are as entertaining as they as they are and you know say what you will about them i i like them i i'm sure his books are phenomenal he's a fantastic just, writer I'll, yeah I'll and, I, and I i'm sure he is i just i've never read any of his books they're not in my genre of taste i read things like ann mccaffrey you know the chronicles of pern susan cooper you know the the darkest rising sequence the shining uh, the book the shining okay definitely the book the shining I, i'm sure was amazing amazing book yeah you know stuff like that. I, Stephen but King I don't. I've read. Yeah, I, I don't read horror novels or mystery novels and all that much. And you know, I've read some. You know, I've read a lot of the, the you know, Sherlock Holmes books. I've read, um, and I forget the author, like the the Ark series, which is like Devil on My Back and stuff like that. I've read those. I've read all of the Lord of the Rings and the Hot. You know, and I've read the Hobbit yeah. and you know stuff like that. I like fantasy fiction more. Here's and, a mashup. I, I just yeah. got a mashup for you. Okay, the spirits from The Shining. Okay. Versus the spirits from the Amityville House. Ooh. Oh, another good matchup. That is a good matchup. I think in the end, the Amityville House and it, the movie would be the Amityville Horror, which yeah. is based, which is based, and I'm doing air quotes on a true story. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna give it to The Shining, and the reason being is the Amityville Horror spirits are so much more dependent on a person than. The ones in The Shining. And the ones in The Shining have more physical control over everything going on than the ones in in Amityville. I don't know. There were bleeding walls in Amityville. The, of course, that's the movie. We're talking yeah, about so. But they the spirits themselves can can fuck with and kill people in The Shining, whereas the Amityville, it requires one person to accept, kind of accept them, and then go on the killing spree for uh, them. Not necessarily. Remember, the little girl was seeing things in the Amityville Horror. Uh, that's true. So they, yeah, but it, she it's was almost crazy, the same. Crazy, crazy, you know, and she wasn't killing things. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's almost the same. It's almost the same manipulation in on both stories. Um, that's true. Except for the manipulation. Well, you know what? No, it didn't. It didn't work. As oh, here's one though. Okay, here's one. That? Chucky. Or Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> actually, actually, what was what was it? Annabelle? Annabelle? Chucky or? Oh Annabelle? yeah, Annab Annabelle versus Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
That I'm oh, gonna have to give that Annabelle. one to Annabelle. Annabelle, I'm yep. gonna give that to Annabelle because Chucky, it would take Chucky too long to figure out what the fuck's going on. Sure, Annabelle's supposed to be a fucking demon, okay? Yes, and Chucky's a yeah. human being. Yeah, he's a human soul in that, and I think he would be ripped out of that and then devoured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving that to Annabelle. Annabelle would eat Chucky whole. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, let's see. You know, the original Alien from the movie Aliens. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, well, from the movie Alien. Um, Horror. Versus. Film. Another good one. Like, the killer clowns from outer space. Oh, the alien would win. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that would be interesting. Can you imagine what that fucking alien would look like with a chest burster? Oh God, dude! <laughs> would have like it have like the big feet and the fucking nose that honks and shit. Every time it opened its mouth, instead of going, you'd hear, ah, ah. yeah. <laughs> it's all fucking. It's got got face paint. Oh, people are like, oh, look at that clown. That's an interesting costume, and then it eats them. And it eats them. It, it bleeds like it bleeds like acid, but it looks like cotton candy. No, no, no. no. See, now they don't bleed acid for blood. They've got a little uh, a flower shape on their chest that squirts Shoots acid. acid. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. But I, I'm I'm telling you, the xenomorph would win. The xenomorph. Oh yeah, the xenomorph would destroy him. But killer clowns uh, from outer space. <laughs> oh, you heard us talk about that. You guys drink the aliens. Oh God, that would be. They give him heartburn. Oh, the, <laughs> oh wait, I think it would. It would. Cotton yep. candy, fucking <laughs> pods and shit. That 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 movie. You heard us talk about that. I think last last oh, yeah. episode. It was. It was it's good. in the same vein as Mars Attacks. Do yes. not take it seriously. It is a joke. It's hilarious. It's yeah. funny. It's got some scary aspects, but it's too damn funny to find scary we well, have you gotta, gotta you gotta talk about like leatherface you know from Le- texas chainsaw massacre oh yeah well you know and we already talked we kind of mentioned puppet master but we didn't really talk about the movie yeah i uh, see and i i i, I remember uh, curse of puppet master or something like that or no i remember doll man versus puppet master that was a good one that was actually yeah, that was movie. crazy where the doll was gonna rape that chick because he you finally had a real dick and it was the baby doll 80s movie 80s movies guys i, I believe this is an 80s movie or early, uh, 90s. early 90s but it was based off of this with these weird fucking shows with weird fucking writers yeah. you know i mean and then and then of course we can talk about movies like you know that were supposed to be scary like uh the toxic avenger oh yeah that was tromaville though tromaville. They, yeah that's another one of those where it, it's kind of supposed to be scary but at the same time it's just obscene it's just yeah obscene it's it's borderline porn for the 80s yeah yeah i mean i and i i enjoy like killer tomatoes you know attack killer tomatoes just because it makes fun of the whole genre mm-hmm. you know that that was good but uh and the trauma I, stuff was kind of fun they did, they, they yeah. did like a tromeo and juliet yeah and that was funny as shit yeah. but how about this because we've already had a freddy versus jason which i I do like some of the Friday the Thirteenth with Jason. I do like some of the some of the Halloween ones. The first Halloween was pretty good. After that, eh. We've already seen you know Freddy versus Jason. So, but how about Leatherface versus Jason? Well, why not make it a three-way? Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, and Leatherface. Yeah. And on all brawl, beat the shit out of each other. Or how about this? What if all three of those guys fused and went against fucking <laughs> Freddy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, and they made Freddy way too goofy. That's that was my in, in, insult with that movie. Freddy was way too like cartoon Joker, 
Yeah. But but not serious what he's doing. Every you town know? has an Elm Street. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where, where he would, like, show up and attack him, and then you hear him running away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, are you kidding me? You will never defeat me, He-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. it was it, he was uh, very cartoony. He was. Yeah, he, they made him too cartoony, and I think they had to because I think even the writers knew that when it came down to it, Freddy would kick Jason's ass. At that point, though, let's be honest. At that point, after Freddy's dead, you know, in some of the movies before that, Freddy was kind of cartoony. That yeah, he that was just his character. He the first the first movie the first few movies he was badass and scary and whatever. And then you know Freddy's Dead comes along and some yeah. of the movies before that he kind of became that animated goofy Freddy character. And yeah, you know so they yeah, kind of had that to work with. Kept him badass. I just like that his his power works on faith. If you believe, if you think he's yeah. out there, or even know his name, he's got power. Yeah, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. I just, re- you know what I remember mostly from Freddy's Dead? What's that? Roseanne Barr. Oh! <laughs> yeah. First bitch they meet when they're there, like, oh, the children! The children, let me eat you! Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. It was, but I mean, it, it was, it, there was a reason for it, but, um. Yeah, for modern horror, I'm gonna give a nod to, uh,. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, for, yes. For, for, the, for the neat little ending, uh, you know, the, the, the little bit of twist in, in there. And, you know, goddamn, you've got fucking uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver in there just being a goddamn badass. That's Sigourney and Without Weaver. having to be a badass, just her fucking presence on screen. Like, you could, like, like I believe that she ran that company and she was in charge of everything. She had that fucking dominance and it's just like, yeah. But that's Sigourney Good Weaver, casting. dude. Yeah, that's Sigourney that's, Weaver, that's though. Fucking, she got some range. That's fucking Ripley. That's fucking, yeah. that's fucking uh, Dana Barrett. Come on. Yep. That's that's Sigourney Weaver. That's She's just the badass. Yeah, we, she's a, a, the detective from Copycat. She yeah. was badass, too. We, and apparently Sigourney Weaver is pretty tall. Sigourney Weaver is the one woman I would go back to the 80s and fuck. Oh yeah, well her and Leah Thompson too. Yeah, yeah, Leah Thompson. <laughs> Love you, cuteness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. now, now to be fair, it'd be the eighties we wouldn't have met yet. <laughs> you got a point. Uh, I I love how they kind of play off the whole scary movies were kind of instruction manuals almost, and that scary movies when people were watching them they didn't they weren't they were actually happening and. You know, they had to be like certain rules had to be in effect, you know, it, to appease the gods. And the ending was a little too weird. It, it was way it, it was open, but it wasn't open to interpretation. Yeah. And that I didn't like. Uh, it was during the time when all those, quote unquote, non endings were popular. And that yeah. kind of pissed me. I hated non endings. I hate I yeah. hate it's, it's just it to me. It's like, you know, and I'm going to tell people right now, Blair Witch Project was not scary. I, I, I'll say this one, though. It it actually was a little bit. And the reason being is because th- if you really think about it, any type of horror movie and stuff like that, the reason I don't find them scary is because even things like Cloverfield and World War Z and, and Scream, they're not scary to me for the simple fact of, one, it's not scary if you have a chance. Yeah. Blair Witch... What are you gonna do? Leave the force. They were powerless. They, what? What were you gonna do? 
Leave the forest, not not oh, okay, continue. Yeah, for, but but that was the other thing they couldn't leave. So it's things like that. Like I said, like like even the games like Outlast and stuff like that, where Sound you Hill, don't yeah. have the ability to fight back. That's fucking scary. You're mm. powerless, that, and that's what the movie was trying to instill. It's just it didn't do it right. It didn't do it right. It wasn't scary. I think the only thing that bothered me was the fucking camera shaking, and that's. I, I, you know, the first time, because everyone was like, oh, the best movie ever when it came out. I think we were in high school. And yeah. uh, I, I went and watched it, and I was like, no, this is the only thing that really is scary is the bad camera. I got motions. I actually had to, had to take Dramamine. So bad. It was just yeah. such a shitty movie. And do you know they're remaking it? Like, actually making it like a movie movie? That's what I heard. They're, re- they're, they're remaking Blair Witch. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so let's get to our top ten, top ten movies that you guys should. What we will we will say you should probably watch the Halloween season. Um, we'll start with ten. Number ten, I think, should be Wishmaster. Yeah, I'm gonna say Wishmaster as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for nine, I'm going to say The Hills Have Eyes, the original. Oh, both of them. Even the new one. Yeah. Even the new one was kind of scary. No. Oh. Uh, number eight. I would say um, Waxwork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, number eight, I'm going to say the original and even the remake of um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that's a good one, too. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake was an amazing, mm-hmm. uh, amazing movie. Uh, it was actually <clears> a really good remake. And you have Ar- you know, Arlie uh, Ermi uh, in there, and the gunny sergeant. Oorah! Yep, yep. <laughs> Love that uh, guy. The next one I think would would because uh, I'll, I'll I'll assume yours is we'll make yours number six because we're talking right. about ten movies. Yeah. Uh. So or seven. So number seven. five. Number six would be probably the Children of the Stairs. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, yes. Okay. <clears throat> real quick on that one. <laughs> Fucking fantastic movie. Great plot twist at the end. Very psychological. Very fucked up people. Mm-hmm. So number five for you. Number five for me. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Cabin in the Woods uh, because it, it is it is good it is interesting and it is still a horror movie. Okay, number four would be probably Night of the Scarecrow. Oh yeah, filmed in our little town there. Yeah, the the, the yeah. town that, that it was filmed and actually broadcast. It even said it was from the town. Yeah, uh, which is funny because it, most of it was filmed not in the town it says to take place in, but it was filmed in our in, in, the, in town the town that we actually lived in. Yeah, <laughs> and some of it was filmed like in the town in the uh, the town next to us. Yeah, so that was great. Um, so we're on what number th- four, number three, number three. Number three, I'm gonna say the original Alien. Mmm, good one. Yeah. Uh, see, so number two, I will say Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both remake that, and and and. The, yeah, because the remake isn't <clears throat> isn't bad. The old one, you know, it, it shows its age. You can see that he was on a shoestring budget and and everything like that. And at, okay, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, the ending is not social commentary. No, it's especially not. because the character was not supposed to be black to begin with. The original actor actually fell sick or something like that and wasn't able to 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 do his part. So. They cast one of the people who who were already there and didn't change his character, which is why it got such high praise and was regarded the way it was because they didn't the character didn't quote unquote act black 
Yeah, the actor was a good actor, too. And he was a good actor, yeah. And, and the ending is not social commentary. You know, so number one would be... Yeah, see, and this has got to be, like, a real good one. Well, um, I'm... We I, haven't I, even mentioned The Lost Boys. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so here's the thing. So, I'm going to give this one kind of a three-way tie of, like, must-watch for, yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. Um, it's not a horror movie... But it's one of those where you have to see it. Flat out, it's it's a goddamn law. At least it should be. Um, <laughs> the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. You, you you have to you have to at least see it. Uh, it's a great movie. Again, done on a shoestring budget. If you got kids, um, it's good. Yeah. The other number two that I'm gonna give, or the, ne- the number one spot that we write for the top three that you have to see, uh, it's this movie called Oculus. Oh yeah, Oculus. it's really good. We didn't talk about it, but it's one of those uh, kind of psychological. Uh, fuck with you a lot of time warping going on uh but very easy to follow an interesting fucked up ending mm-hmm. and let's see what else i definitely gotta go with evil dead evil dead yes yeah evil dead and if i had to add one i would say yeah yeah and lost boys lost boys definitely yeah. that that in my opinion that list would probably be the perfect list to watch for scary movies on home. So, uh, if you guys have any thoughts, comments, and or ideas, or even even ideas on, like, movies we might have missed, because, again, we're just two people. We've never seen all the movies out there that could be seen. Yeah. And, we and we, we've probably forgotten a lot of movies we've seen. Yeah. Well, and just so everybody knows, this Saturday I will be at Slaughterhouse up in Reno, Nevada. Can you take um, pictures? I w- uh, I believe I can. Uh, I can take pictures outside, but not inside, yeah, just because yeah. of the flash and the darkness. Yeah. So I can't take pictures while I'm there. I might take, or, you know, actually going through it, but I'll I'll give like a quick review of it because it's supposed to kind of be like 13th floor over in Colorado as nice. far as epicness. I was told that it's three stories this year, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, cuteness is probably going to be hiding underneath my shirt the entire time, which I'll try to hide her in my shirt and in my pants, so I'll be walking funny. Um. You walk funny anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, with that said and done, everyone, thanks for listening. We hope to hear from you. Uh, we'll, we got, like I said, episode 40 is next, next week, and that will be the Halloween episode. And we, uh, it will be a very special treat. Yeah, and we'll probably give, I don't know, I think part of that one we might even tell some real stories of the paranormal. Well, I think we did that last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why we do it again. <laughs> we always do it again, yes. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone, and stay sexy. Stay sexy.